Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. The Bob and Tom Show presents the Bits and Pieces Podcast. This podcast is Chick McGee approved. I love that. The new intro, <laughs> Chick McGee approved. <laughs> Welcome to the Bits and Pieces Podcast. I'm Willie Griswold, joined by uh, Jessica Alsman and Jess Hooker and Jason Hofsetz. Today we are talking Thanksgiving episodes. And uh, yeah, it's the Bits and Pieces podcast, and we get to revisit our favorite Bob and Tom bits and talk about them. Jess, real quick, before we get into the meat and potatoes, uh, your butter reveal this morning. You make your own butter. I make my own <laughs> butter, yes. Truly, yes. Uh, my line this morning was, do you wear a bonnet while you wear it? <laughs> I don't know how. It actually happened by accident where I was whipping cream for a dessert, and I walked away and got sidetracked. And left the mixer on. Oh, so it was like you got your peanut butter in my chocolate situation. Well, yeah. So it went past the point of whipped cream and it starts to look like it's curdling is what it looks like. Gross. Yeah, it does a little bit. But that's just, I actually found some pictures. I'll show you in a little bit. But um, it looks like it's curdling and it's just the butter forming. And then you like put it in a mold and that's what makes it smooth. But yeah, when you go past the point of whipped cream and we're talking like whipped cream takes about six or seven minutes to peak. And I had hit like the 13 or 14 minute mark, like just forgot, just was not paying attention, doing something else. Well, it's it's incredible. And I will yeah. say you're going to regret this because my dad is going to only get his butter from <laughs> you now. You're going to be the butter lady. And yeah. I think it's genius. So let's get into our first bit. And it is the genius of Haywood Banks. I am a turkey bird. I live a turkey life. It's a little turkey wife. <laughs> I gag a lot of corn and wander around the pen. Have a drink of water, then I have some corn again. <laughs> a feather sticking out, a pecking on the ground. Come on, check me out. I'm strutting all around. Dangling noodle hang thing, growing off my face. Looking good, only thing to say is boop, Big brother Jake, he always was the smarty. He heard that November ends, we're going to a party. <laughs> going to a party, I'll be the guest of honor, where they will present to me a red pop-up thermom. <laughs> Had a little dream, all the good china. You know I like cranberries, lighting the candles. Pass me the rutabaga, any corn left? Getting kind of sleepy, ain't too, too much. Boy, I'm stuffed. <laughs> I am a turkey bird. I live a turkey life. I got me 13 turkey kids, a little turkey wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
the genius of Haywood Banks. Uh, Osman, I see you smiling in there. I love it so much. Every it's, time I'm trying to do the... I can't do it. It's, <laughs> it's like a Chewbacca or a dolphin. It's it's hard to get into that groove of... <laughs> yeah, I, I like rolled my tongue. So good. <laughs> that might be... I'd have to really think about it, but that might be my favorite Haywood song, which is... A, a bold thing to say for anyone, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot to choose from. But that one, I have to really think if there's one I like better than that. Yeah. So when my kids were little, this is they were only allowed to listen to Haywood unless <laughs> unless it was right. pre-approved. And so this is this is one of their favorites still as teenagers. This just reminds them of the first time they were able to listen. Yeah. It's really silly. I like the idea that there's a turkey whose brother's name is Jake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And little turkey wife. That, right. What a great line. Yeah. It's really sweet. And then it reminds me of like Fish and Worms. You know, yeah. it's also that kind of silly song. And mm-hmm. I don't know, taking not an inanimate object, obviously turkeys and worms, mm-hmm. but taking an animal, personifying it. There's absolutely a word for that. Animal Farm, George Orwell. <laughs> They're real. They think and feel just like us. Yes. They're human birds or human yes. animals, basically. Yes. Right? Yes. That's why. I, I know. Yeah. That's it. when I'm listening and I'm just like, this is so sweet. And I just. I just love this. And also, when you say the genius, it is. It's like, I don't know if anybody else can do this this many times. No. Right. And it be creative and original every time and wonderfully Haywood and just entertain like young and old. Mm hmm. I like that you're smiling before the jokes actually kind of happen. Yeah. Before the real good punchlines, you're you're already smiling during it. Mm-hmm. Like like the, like it just. I was watching mm-hmm. you even now. You, you yeah. had the same smile you yeah. had when you were listening to yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's funny, and it's one of those things where the punchlines are funny, but the setup is just so absurd and weird and <laughs> yes, silly yes. that the punchlines don't even need to be there. It's already a fun time. Yeah. We are already in, you know, the, we're on the fun train already. Yeah. We're all going there together. Yeah. It's so fun. It just intensifies the guilt you have for eating the turkey. <laughs> I know because I always forget and I think this one ends like another bit ends and then I'm like, oh no, this is the happy ending. Okay, yeah, never yeah, mind. Right, I'm good. We're right. good. We're good here. Right. Well, we've gotten several letters and from what I understand, turkeys are jerks. So. Oh. Oh, okay. yeah. We should not feel bad for the turkeys. <laughs> Got it. Cats they're, and turkeys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy on the cats. No, I have a cat. I'm just piggybacking on no, our I'm just saying my cat's announcers. not a jerk. Really? See, there's mine. Oh, no. My cat's like a dog. Oh, God. I hate my cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to go into the next bit, but I just I, I hate it when people say my cat's like a dog. <laughs> he is. It, makes, no. it just it makes, makes no sense to no, me. No, he, he probably I, grew up with a dog. Oh, I, sure. I so have a dog like and I have a cat. And they are nothing alike. Right. Yeah. Oh, Ray's a dog. Yeah. You whistle, she'll come. And mm-hmm. if you put a box down, because every cat I've ever owned growing up is like, oh, thanks for this box. She's like sitting beside it, like, what do you want me to do, sit in this box? Oh. Right. What is yes. this? Bernie does Yeah. Yeah. So. It's weird. <laughs> this cat's a dog. You go over there, it's I barking. It's, yeah. That's where I think. Okay, uh, this next bit, it's a Sam and Willie show, Thanksgiving 2003. Let's check it out. Tonight, check out TV's hottest reality program, The Sam and Willie Show, starring Sam and Willie Griswold, Tom's Kids. It's one Thanksgiving show you'll never forget. Here's a preview. Boy, Sam, I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving. Good for you, Willie. Aren't you excited? (laughs) Not really. Not after last year. What was so bad about last year? Willie, don't you remember? It was totally embarrassing. 
dad with a stupid idea of trying to recreate the first Thanksgiving <laughs> with the pilgrims and the Indians. Yeah, I did feel kind of dorky in that pilgrim outfit. And then taking us to that Indian restaurant, Cafe Bombay, was the only one who thought that was funny. Like pilgrims that. in an Indian restaurant? Oh, yeah, Dad, that was hilarious. <laughs> waitress Mahindra thought her outfits were kind of funny. And remember, she told Dad that he must have buckled his hat too tight because he was cutting off blood to his brain. That was kind of funny, too. Yeah, but then Dad said, Well, I think you're wearing an ugly dress. Uh, sorry. And he laughed, but nobody else did. And then he said it again in his Mahandas voice, and people started getting mad. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. And remember after dinner, we all had to run to the car and reenact the famous Pilgrim's Dine and Dash? Yeah, the only cool part was stopping at Bob's house on the way home. That part was great. Because Bob was really into Thanksgiving, smoking a peace pipe, and watching the movie Pocahontas on satellite. Uh, Willie, it wasn't Pocahontas. It was Pocahontas. Whatever. Stop in tonight to see what Tom is planning for the boys this Thanksgiving. Okay, Sam, Willie, here's the concept. You know those Christmas tree places where you go and chop down your own Christmas tree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's what we're going to do. It's called the Kill Your Own Turkey with Your Bare Hands. <laughs> no! <laughs> On the Sam and Willie Show. <laughs> so, if that's 2003, my brother, he must be 13. Sam must be 13. I must be 10. My voice, high as ever. Tiny, a tiny little girl voice. It's so adorable. It is. It is. It is. I feel like this is that age is how I always see you. And like that, I can always hear that voice coming out of you for some reason. And I didn't realize that Tom was just as 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 Tom as he was back then. I thought it's been like a slow process. Nope, he's been crazy since the get-go. <laughs> he's been crazy since 93, I'll tell you that much right now. I don't know what he was like in 90, but 93, when I came about, right. things were nuts. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think I, I met Willie when he was about three or four, and he had that same voice. Right. And he had that same voice for 10 years, and if... If I've ever been more disappointed in someone's puberty, <laughs> it was really lose, losing that cute little voice. That's well, so cute. kind of a funny thing. I had a pretty high voice till I was 18. Oh, God. I, I went to summer camp to work at work at summer camp, and I went up there for staff training, and then I had to come down to graduate high school. Okay. And when I came down, I lost my voice over the weekend, and I went back to camp, and then my voice just never came back. That was just, it was just, I was a late bloomer, is what it was. Did you have any like big crack moments where you were like embarrassed that your voice cracked or was it just that one moment? I remember it was kind of that one thing because I, yeah. I was a singer. I would like sing in bands and stuff mm-hmm. and I remember being so self-conscious that my voice was oh, so high yeah. and I'd have to take all the songs we sang an octave up. Unless it was ACDC then I'd put on my, my fake raspy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Still high just it sounds like you're a smoker. Yeah. Uh, I, I love Sam in that too. Oh, yeah. He's kind of he's kind of deadpan at first mm-hmm. and yeah. then he kind of gets into it and is almost yelling at you like a big brother. He's great. He's, he's very, very funny. Funny. Yeah. And it, it's it's funny because now he does a lot of like character stuff, like improv sketch kind of character mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's funny to hear that and then see the stuff he's doing now and then draw the similarities. <laughs> Real quick, I just want to say Tim Cavanaugh is the best. He's incredibly funny. Mm-hmm. He wrote that uh, when I was a kid and he would he would come in and he had a script. I'd get so excited because we get to do the script that day. 
Uh, but my favorite thing to do on the show now is to slander Tim Kavanaugh's name. <laughs> the man Aww. has been nothing but nice to me. But whenever there's a moment where someone goes, you know, there's a comedian whose name I won't say, but uh, he was arrested in Vegas, no pants. I go, oh, Tim Kavanaugh. <laughs> Because he's the nicest guy. He is so, so it nice. feels great. So, Tim, I just want to say now, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Whenever Josh goes, yeah, I used to know a comedian. He would never tip, and he was terrible to all the wait staff. I'd go, oh, Tim Cavanaugh. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, and thank you, Tim. We have to figure out when the first one, I'll have to dig in a little bit and figure out when the first one was. Do you recall? I don't. It's, it's got to be probably 2002, 2003, but I remember the, f- the one joke I remember from the first one is... When it's talking about my dad playing hooky when he was a kid, and the joke that I remember is Sam goes, uh, "Remember when you play hooky?" And like that's what a hooker is. Like a hooker <laughs> is someone that skips school. Gotcha. And I remember because I was a kid, I did not know what a hooker was. Yeah. And then like, Dean was like, "Yeah, hooker, somebody that skips school." <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> on for years thinking, "Oh, they skipped class. Look at that hooker." <laughs> oh my God! So much misinformation your way growing up. It's great. It was, <laughs> it was, it was thoroughly confusing. And honestly, it's, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot day by day. Okay, so this next bit uh, it says for you, Sopranos fans out there. I just finished Sopranos for the first time over the summer. Favorite series of all time. Let's get into it. All right, sports fans, it's time for some butterballing. Two heavyweights <laughs> tugging at the same wishbone. Sir Charles Barkley and James Gandolfini. A Thanksgiving edition of the hottest new sports show on AM radio. It's time to belly up. <laughs> all right, welcome back to another episode of Belly Up. I'm former NBA MVP Sir Charles. Joined by the former MVP of the HBO series, The Sopranos, James Gandolfini. How you doing, Tony? Not bad. <laughs> Looking forward to vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, today on Belly Up, Tony, it's going to be an easy show. Our producer, Renee, thought it'd be a good idea for us to take time to reflect. Reflect. Sure. You know, Tony, talk about all the things we're thankful for. A lot of shows don't do that. Because they're no longer on the air, you prick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Come on, Tony, it's easy. I'll lead off. I'm thankful that my golf swing improved in the last year. Oh, yeah. And I've lost weight. Mm-hmm. Dropped 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You lost weight? Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I ain't playing, Tony. Exercise and diet paid off. Oh, really? Well, you might want to stop at take. Because the fact is, TV adds 10 pounds, you prick. Plus, you tuck your shirt in. There's another 15 more. You basically broke even. <laughs> All right, Tony, I had something else to my list. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful I'm not jealous like you. Mm. Oh, take it easy. (laughs) Now I'm jealous. On my mother's birthday. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The fact is, I've seen you on TNT, you plump prick. Mm -hmm. You stand next to Reggie Miller, looks like Gandhi next to a Buddha doll. (laughs) Oh, come on, Tony. That hurt. You and your bald head always talking. Nobody listed you uh, like a black Dr. Phil. Damn, Tony. That's cold. All right, you're making it personal. Mm -hmm. Let's call it truth. The fact is, working for the NBA or TNT... Pretty sure the only thing you dropped in the last year was freaking ratings. Well, I sure as hell don't see you lighting anything up, Tony. Uh-oh. It's been forever since Sopranos and your heyday. Uh-oh. Like you got laid off. Uh, oh, so now we're going to do a little funny talk. Oh. <laughs> Who are you, Cedric the Prickitator? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, Tony, let's get back on point. The thing I'm most thankful for is something I got in the mail this year from one of our listeners. Hmm. He sent me a copy of Footprints in the Sand. Footprints in the Sand. <laughs> You know, Tony, it's a story of reflection. You look back on your life, there's always two sets of footprints. You walking next to Jesus. Mm. Except in the darkest times, 
there's only one set of footprints. Sure. A lot of people think that's when Jesus left him. Mm. But that's really when he picked you up and carried you. Oh. You've seen it before. It's on the beach. On the beach. <laughs> yeah, Tony. I mean, there's different versions and pictures of it everywhere, but it's always on the beach. Why? Why? I got to spell it out for you. Two sets of footprints. All of a sudden, one disappears. Jesus could walk on water, give or take. You ever stop and think maybe he took a shortcut, you prick? Holy, <laughs> you, you overthinking the whole thing. What do you mean overthink? There's more than one way. It's like a magic eight ball. All right, Tony, you believe what you want, but I know what I believe. And I believe in this. It ties into the beach, too. Mm. New from m oh. Coconut flavor. Oh, yeah. Only 210 calories. Oh. It's the bomb. Coconut m No kidding. What are they going to take off next? Oh, Mm-hmm. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and they got coconut colors too, Tony. Brown, green, mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. Tastes like I beat them and with a side of suntan lotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd like them, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, an Albert Joy that Reese's Pieces had a baby. <laughs> Reese's Pieces got peanut butter. I didn't taste any peanut butter in mine, Tony. You ever notice what the coconut is spelled backwards? Mm-hmm. No, what? Tonicock. Let's stop a turkey with these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I that James Gandolfini voice is perfect. It is. James Gandolfini's and really I just I do want to say that NBA on TV, I'm sorry, NBA on TNT might be the best comedy show on television. <laughs> Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. Oh my gosh. What a duo. Yeah. I I I think Charles Barkley is one of the funniest people I on do. earth. Mm-hmm. My buddy Colin, his dad loves Charles Barkley and one time me and him were watching a basketball game. It cuts to NBA on TNT. And he goes, oh, man, you see this? For some reason, Charles Barkley had an Auburn like tiger mm-hmm. on his desk. And he just goes, my dad would probably think this is the funniest thing ever because he loves Charles Barkley and the stuff. And within the minute, he got a text from his dad going, turn on NBA on TNT. <laughs> Chuck has a stuffed animal. So, yeah, that's great. I love that. What do you guys think? I love it, too. I, I uh so I traveled with Ronnie for a few years on the tour. Certainly, yeah. And you never knew which voice was going to break out. But I know that he's a huge Sopranos fan, and that's probably one of his top five favorite voices to do. But um, like uh, like a true talent that Ronnie is, he like his face squishes up and just does the whole Tony Soprano thing. You see it. Yeah, you see it. And uh, I don't know. It always kind of makes me a little bit sad because I love James Gandolfini. And I just watched Enough Said the other day and is that the, sobbed again. Is that the romantic Julia comedy? Dreyfus, oh, yeah. I, see, I really want to see it. Oh, my gosh. It's just it. He's he is just enough Tony. Like, sure. I, I just feel like there's a there's a little bit of Tony in every character. Yeah. Not a little bit of James, yeah, a little yeah. bit of Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, uh, and plus she's just wonderful. She's my number one girl crush. And I was, I know this has nothing to do with the bit, but we always have to pay a little tribute to James when, when we listen. Can you believe he died over seven years ago? That's wild. Have you seen his kid? Uh, yes. Well, you know, he's going to be playing in the, yeah. in the prequel, right? Yeah. Talk yeah. about, I have goosebumps. I just said that and I have goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. It's really wild. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and just, I think yeah, I think man, Gandolfini, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, he used to be alive, um, but I think it is the best impression. I, I really, think that hands is his, down. I think yeah. that's his best impression. Like, no yeah. offense, Frank Caliendo, but you can't touch this one. No, I agree he does. He that. does a pretty. Uh, he can do a pretty good Barkley. Sure, I think yeah. that yeah. that would be fun yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to that, them. Yeah, right. Like, I think. Gosh. I think. Um, uh-huh. Caliendo's Barkley is better. Right, right, yeah. for sure. I've never seen The Sopranos. It's one of those things that I have to start from the beginning, so mm-hmm. i got to find the time. Right. 
Does he ever say on my mother's birthday? Oh yeah, in the series he does. There, I think there's there is an episode where the, it yeah, is. He, yeah, I think, it's very I, specific. As much as he says it, it seems like it's a running gag. But I think he might have only said it like once, like in. No, it's a very specific like, episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember it specifically. It's an early right season one, season two kind mm-hmm. of thing. But yeah, Tony's got a lot of mom issues. Oh, God. And oh God. It, it comes out a lot yeah. of the show, I'd say. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, now we're going to get into our next bit. And this is just some Thanksgiving dinner tips. I'm no cook, so Jess, maybe after this you can help everybody. Okay. Hi, Baba Tom. What's up? It's Donnie Biker. Mm. Man, with the holidays here, that means we're all going to be stuck sitting around the dinner table with our nut job families again. <laughs> So here's a few tips on how you can make this holiday dinner go a little better this year. Man, if your family cuts the cards to see who has to say grace and you lose, don't use half your prayer bitching to God about how the game was rigged. Trust me, it ain't worth it. And don't be asking a big man upstairs for personal favors, you know, like for fixing your car's timing belt or revenge on the skanky waitress who gave you the clap. And I know it was you, Wendy, Spooner, because I know who gave it to you. I swear to God I do. Now, praying that the Cowboys cover the spread is perfectly acceptable. Uh-huh. I swear to God it is. Also, man, try not to swear to God while you're talking to God. It creates a conundrum. You know, like earthquakes and stuff. Uh-huh. I swear to God. I mean, I swear it does. Uh-huh. It's in the first book of the Bible. You know, the one that Phil Collins is in. Number two, man. Keep the conversation moving with funny stories. You know, like how you managed to beat the urinalysis test at work all the time. Mm-hmm. Or what it felt like after so many years of dreaming to finally nail twins. Huh. Sorry if it burns when you pee, Sandy. Spooner. But take it up with your sister the whore. Number three. I probably know more about tableside manners than anybody I know of. So keep your elbows off the table during supper. That also goes for artificial legs, toupees, and colostomy bags. Uncle Junebug, I'm looking at you. Number four, you should never unbutton your pants until after dinner, no matter how hot your sister-in-law looks eating pie with her hands. Also, man, if you're a vegetarian, at least make yourself useful by pre-chewing drumsticks for old people guests. Be careful not to swallow. You know, just grind the meat until it's mushy and then spit it on their plates. Don't spit it across the table. That's just rude, man. Instead, spit it on the plate of the person to your right and politely ask if they'll pass it on to Gummy Joe. Number five, just because your family's all crazy don't mean you can't at least be civil to one another. So take a minute to look around the table at these people who are all part of your life, man. Mm-hmm. That way you'll remember who to call first for bail money in case the cops have those drunk driving roadblocks set up again. <laughs> oh, and the most important tip, remember not to drink too much and run your mouth at supper like I did one year at my girlfriend's house. Her mom made us go around the table and say what we wanted for Christmas. Well, I was lit. I said I wanted a new car with a sunroof. Her mom was like, it's winter, Donnie. Why do you need a sunroof? I was like, well, I don't. Your daughter does, because Patty wants the extra leg room. I swear to God I did. I said it right to her face. I got to go. Okay. <laughs> so that's uh, Thanksgiving tips and tricks. Not as helpful as I thought those were going to be, to be honest. No, not, not, not of the cooking variety. No. Well, I just think it's because people aren't getting together this year. It right. doesn't really apply as it much. It doesn't. Right? It yeah. makes you miss that, though. Like, oh, I wish I could get with the family and argue and get real weird. <laughs> Yeah, especially after the year we've had. Everybody has some pretty strong opinions. Yeah. I have a uh, I have a trick that maybe everybody can use next year. I am the oldest of 5 and uh it's I have one brother and then three little sisters. And every year when everybody comes over, excluding my brother, my brother's fine. But the three girls and um their mothers, uh I go I go to each of them individually and I'm like, "Hey, 
I don't know if you know this, but so-and-so's kind of having a hard time. If you could just take it easy. Da, da. And I say it different to everybody, so everybody's kind of nice. Like, nothing ever gets that. Like, I, I put Good a cap idea. on it. Yeah, I put a cap on it before <laughs> the, before it even starts. Mm-hmm. And so I totally, and then they and then they feel like they can come up to me, and they're like, what happened? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. She didn't really say much, but she's just having a hard time right now. So I think we just take it easy on her. And then it just it just chills everybody out a yeah. little bit. And I love it, this. And it works. You're promoting family unity by lying to your family exactly <laughs> every time every time and it, it, yeah so far i don't know when they're gonna catch on when we're gonna be like man nothing's ever going on with with they call me sis like nothing's ever going on with sis she's always okay like we never they're never talking maybe they are talking right, about me right. maybe they're doing the same thing i don't know if you want me to i can call your sisters and be like hey take it easy on <laughs> <laughs> i've been an ass at work <laughs> what's uh, funny is that our family i guess back in the day or maybe like you know, I'm early 20s and sure. we all get together or whatever. We start fighting, especially with my dad and my brother and myself. Once it gets to the point where we're just bickering and there's no coming back, I'll literally just flip the switch and go, oh, my gosh. And I would used to bring up like Bob and Tom bits but, like, yeah. and start singing one of the songs. And then my brother will just take over. <laughs> and then he, we'd all just chime in. So maybe if you fight this uh, Thanksgiving with whatever family you are around, just recommend mm-hmm. this podcast to them and you can relive <laughs> the glory days. Yeah, maybe you could just like turn this on, press play when everybody's yelling and they'll just calm down. It's like, just, oh yeah, I do remember that one, son. Yeah. Thank you. I just like to imagine it. like an uncle somewhere after a fight was settled, he's listening to the Bob and Tom podcast <laughs> in his Raycons and then he just pulled, wait a second, I wasn't done with my fight. Jessica had me all along. <laughs> uh, a few things I love in that bit, that Genesis uh, joke does yeah. not get the laugh it deserves. Yeah. That is a great <laughs> joke. Like, yeah. And then I'm not certain of this, but I'm pretty sure that Christy was so grossed out that she turned off her mic. Mm -hmm. But twice in this bit, you can hear her going, ew. (laughs) (laughs) It must be getting picked up from Chick's mic or something. But I got such a kick out of that because she's so sweet and we put her through so much. I know. And that was a young, that was a young Donnie Baker. I love those. Yeah. 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 That's kind of the, I feel like that's the in-between from the original to the current. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It kind of evolved. And and as we were driving in, speaking of of you ladies, uh, I was thinking there's no two different Jessicas that I know. Jessie's, Jessica's, Mm -hmm. Jess's, whatever you want to call you two. Where you're like probably over, like you over Thanksgiving things. Which, I over a lot of things, but yes, especially but, in cooking situations. I mean, it's not. Oh, let's get some turkey, some potatoes, and a roll. Nope. No, no, it's 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 full on. Everything is homemade, yes. down to the cream of mushroom soup. Cream of mushroom soup for the green bean casserole happens tomorrow. Right. There is, it's a five day out, and we just, yeah, not, there's no we. Right, right, right. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Now, Alsman, on the other hand, I'm guessing she's, she's already working on what's available on Thursday to deliver. Mm food for the that's, day. That's thoughtful. The day before. <laughs> the day I'm before. Like, oh, okay, I should probably right. order something. All right. Where are we going? Yeah. Right. Yeah, today I was talking to my dad and I just go, hey, what can I bring for Thanksgiving? And he goes, just bring beer. Just bring beer. And I go, I'm the only one that drinks beer. <laughs> so I'll just bring over the six pack of my friend. So basically he doesn't want to have to get you the beer. That's one less thing yeah. he has yeah. to mess with. It's one less thing. Yeah. Well, Right now, I'm sure he's probably going to buy Ace a tree today, so we'll see what oh happens. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, let's true. go to this uh, to our next bit. Um, this is my favorite person on the show, Chick McGee. It is called the Chick McGee Remix. Yeah, I would call it a remix of a different bit that you're somewhat familiar with. Okay. okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, and we might keep the mics open here because it's fairly short. So let's go. 
Hey, everybody. Chick McGee here. Well, go. it's Thanksgiving time yeah. again. I'm tired of family and friends, so I decided to spend the holiday alone. Just me and this <laughs> big turkey dinner all to myself. Oh, boy. Thanksgiving dinner. I'm wearing nothing. <laughs> About to give my turkey a stuffing. <laughs> I'm tired of cooking. Nobody's looking. I'm Then, after dinner, I'm feeling full. I grab the old wishbone and give it a pull. My wish came true since dinner's through. I'm f***ing turkey. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 God. Oh, 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 that's good turkey. Speaking of a young version... Oh, I've that, I've never heard that. That was a one and done. I'm guessing. I, I think it was a one and done. That's the beauty of this podcast. Yeah. You're going to hear some belly up, perhaps that Tom uh-huh. never plays. That, right. And uh, probably, I know he's been playing a lot of Thanksgiving bits the past week, but I don't I don't think he's played this one. That yet. might be my favorite thing I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and I, for some reason, I don't what I don't know if you know what year that was, but it's it was. I don't know. It feels like it was pushing the envelope pretty, pretty hard, right? Yeah, it was probably a good ten years ago. I bet. Yeah, yeah. I want more show tunes, chick. Like <laughs> just him singing and jiving. Yeah, he really does have a voice for that for sure. Yeah. Did he make you do our intro just so we could like talk about him? No, everything? I that was I wrote all that. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, no, because Chick actually listens to the podcast. <laughs> the reason that I said that Chick's my favorite person on the show is because my dad will never listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I figured better play to the crowd that's listening, right? Right. I even asked Willie off air once. I was like, hey, will Tom hear this? And he's like, absolutely not. He will not listen. I'm like, no. oh, okay. He'll wait till someone that he knows tells him about it. Yeah. And and that'll be fine. But will he confirm it? No. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. He, what, whatever, that, whatever his source is, is gospel, so and he, he will go off that. And that's fine, which mm-hmm. means we need to behave and, and, and put on a good show. But if you want and, to give Tom a panic, just make something up and tell him you heard it here. Right, right. <laughs> hey, you're not going to believe this, but on the on the podcast the other day, Jess said that I was a really good son. Can you believe that she said that about me? How weird is that? Yeah, she said that I, I have integrity and I care about other people more than myself. Wow. Uh, well, so... I, well, Chick's birthday is coming up, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, his birthday's and, Thursday. And I'm just throwing this out there, and you all outnumber me, mm-hmm. so you can outvote me. But I'm thinking maybe for his birthday, we have him on the podcast next week and play some Chick McGee bits. I think that'd be Aww. fun. I think we're kind of due. Yeah. Is he size 12, by the way? Yes. Okay. I've got a little idea going on upstairs. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do it. If we can do make that happen, let's do it. Okay. Uh, we have one more bit. Did I cut you off, Jason? No, no, you did not. Uh, it actually has, um, I think it has Chick McGee in it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this is, uh, I've gotten tweets and emails. I feel like this is the the best Bob and Tom Thanksgiving bit. This is the stairway to heaven of Bob and Tom Thanksgiving. Coming to Bob and Tom Television, it's one of the nation's most beloved characters in a Thanksgiving special you won't soon forget. Come on. Try and kick the football, you blockhead. No, I don't want to, Lucy. You're just going to move it again. No, I won't. I promise, Charlie. Come on, give it a good old kick. Good grief. I must be insane. Okay, here it goes. (laughs) I can't believe you fell for it again, you blockhead. (laughs) You know what, bitch? That's the last time you're going to do that. (laughs) 
God. It's a Charlie Manson Thanksgiving. Yeah, man, it's me, and I'm back. <laughs> Be sure and watch a Charlie Manson Thanksgiving. Coming to Bob and Tom Television this week. Happy Thanksgiving, man. <laughs> Charlie Manson. He's not peanuts. He's just nuts. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I someone I, someone t- tweeted or emailed and they were like, I don't even feel like it's Thanksgiving until I hear Charlie Vance at Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. And for years, years, Chick was like, that's you. And I said, mm. it's not. I, it was way before I was ever here. He goes, no, I'm certain that's you. And I, it's not. It was oh. after you were here. It was? Brenda. It was. Oh, okay. But it's not Brenda. It's a gal named Stephanie who did. Mm. There's kind of an error when mm-hmm. she kind of... I don't know if she like cut Dean's hair or something weird like oh, that, really? but yeah. he, but she does some voice stuff and, uh, and this was back, I mean, it's been a while, but there was kind of an era where she did a lot of voices for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was definitely her. But boy, those first, that first sentence feels like you. Yes. It's kind of wild. Yeah. I eventually yeah. realized it's not you, but mm-hmm. I can understand why people think that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot. I love that. The idea of listening to something and someone going, no, that's you. And yeah. you go, I, what do you I mean? I swear that's, me? that's not me. I know my yeah. voice. Yes. I can't do that. That's not, no. That's not me. I read somebody, uh, I think, I can't remember where, if it was an email we got or something, but someone knew the background of a bit. And usually Dean produces most of the bits, mm-hmm. not nine out of 10, 99 out of 100 kind of thing. And it was one of those odd bits that actually I produced. And he all, he knew all the he thought he knew all the background to the bit. And I'm like, mm, that's not the background. <laughs> uh, that's, but that's sweet of you. He had some he had some points that were right. But anyway, yeah, but yeah, that's always funny. <laughs> Jason, I know you made this. Here's some notes. <laughs> <laughs> that way, when you do it, you could do it better. Yeah, it's like uh, Dave Chappelle comes off stage. Hey, I, I took some notes on right. your set. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're ever if you're ever about to give Dave Chappelle notes, just shut up and take a cigarette bite. Yeah, okay? yeah, just, yeah. just take it and go throw it away for him. Exactly. Do you know if that rock and peanuts theme already existed or did they get the band together to make it for this? Because that's something that Tom would do. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm sure. It kind of sounds like that maybe he they sped it up and then laid something yeah, over it. Yeah, yeah. I, feel I don't like, know. Yeah, I, it's the genius of Dean. Yeah, producing that. Yeah, it, and it yeah, I'm not a music fits engineer at all. So, oh my gosh, I love every it. every bit of that, the setup, the the darkness of it. It's great, <laughs> and then the chick, uh, the way that chick turns his voice, mm-hmm. the way that it goes from the innocent Charlie Brown <laughs> to the crazy Charles Manson. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. really beautiful. I've always wondered, is there audio somewhere where he is, he's truly doing an impression or is that just an exaggeration or a guess of the Charlie Manson voice? Oh, no, I think that's just, I think that's just Chick's go-to crazy voice. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. For I think that I heard this bit before I ever knew who Charlie Manson was. Oh, so yeah. in my head, I was like, no, that's Charlie Manson. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe because, maybe because I just don't You know. really were shaped by this show in so many ways. It hurts me in a lot of ways. Okay, <laughs> um... <laughs> We may have to edit this out, but I, there's a okay. thing. While we're, I mean, this is our only chance to really talk about Charlie Manson, so sorry about the Thanksgiving. <laughs> but there's a 21-second thing here of Charlie Manson's outgoing cell message. Sure, oh give it a shot. Should we try it here? Oh, we're we're going to do this live. Here we go. Hi, this is Charlie, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I'm either away from my desk right now or serving a life sentence with very little chance of parole. Either way, 
respect the toad. Please leave a detailed threat. I'll return your call as soon as I'm released, man. <laughs> Elder Skelter. <laughs> so yeah, judging by that audio, that's the real Charlie Manson. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. Totally worth it. Pretty oh. good audio quality for a jail phone. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, thank you for listening to the Bits and Pieces podcast. We all hope you have a great Thanksgiving. It's going to be a weird year. We hope you make the best of it. We'll see you next week. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen.